0: A woo a hand clapper, a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. We
1: just walked through this door 12 hours ago. I just fell in love with you, and I'm super honored to be oh, here. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was it was so nice. I got a chance to, and just
0: everybody at home knows, um, we actually met really yesterday via LinkedIn. You were walking on the beach with your husband. It was a fantastic, uh, fantastic view. And I'm like, I'm so jealous. Um, so it's so awesome that now the next day you're here sharing your story with us um, about you know your own survival as well as what you're doing to empower others right now. So I guess the first thing I wanna I wanna um, ask you is. Share with us, what was it like for you first being diagnosed with breast cancer?
1: Well, okay, so I was 40 years old. I was a triathlete, organic heater, long distance runner, raising two children in the world of teaching, super happy soul. Uh, It is again, not in my family. It's an important part to understand. Some people take a little uh, raft boat and say, but I don't have it in my family. So therefore I'm not gonna worry too much about it. But I did hear those dreadful words I'm sorry, but you have breast cancer, and I think we've all heard about that story where you fall down that big black hole where you can't feel the uh, edges to anything, and you cannot grab hold of your emotions. So I actually did have that experience of falling down uh, the big black hole, and it's you go into tunnel vision, perhaps a little bit of shock actually. So it, it's not a, it's not a very. Um, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's right. pretty scary. Yeah. Right.
0: And I mean, and it's, I think we don't even often talk about this too. Um, how did how did that impact your husband? I mean, obviously, I'm sure he was devastated as well. How, what was that like for him?
1: Yeah, well, we've been married 34 years. And so, well, he's a protector, you know, and, and so he can't fix it. So it's a pretty desperate feeling for the supporter oh. because you just want to help and fix and make it better make it go away but he was such a blessing to me because he just said we'll get through this and that's kind of like what caught me in the big black hole of falling down and like oh, okay and you know i'm a woman of faith too so there's a lot of praying going on for wisdom and uh, next best steps
0: right so. wow wow that you know i that hit that hits home you know even as you know, like even hearing that from your, your husband's perspective, like, yeah, I'm sure he's a fix, you know, you want to fix it. You want to, this is your this is your your spouse, the love of your life. And, you know, what do you do? But, you know, help her make the best decisions she can make and support her through this. So, wow, um, absolutely, yeah. wow. Um,
1: and a lot, a lot of women, Joseph, actually want to make it better for their spouse. So that's another very powerful message to actually just go hand in hand through the mm-hmm. journey. And don't try to be the soldier to try to make like 100% of everybody else okay. I mean, it's good to be positive. You know, I'll talk about that all day long, but allow it to be a teamwork instead of, uh, I'll hide this information. I won't share it, all the details. You know, don't try to be like that person. Just really grab hold of your friends and family and go through the storm. Wow, can, can,
0: can I ask you a question? Um, sure. Was that difficult for you like to like, you know, to share that with your friends and family, you know, cause I'm pretty, you're a very strong woman. I can tell. I, I, I can tell you somebody crosses you wrong, you run. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, it's such a powerful woman. Um, was that hard for you to to share that and and, and, to, and to let go and to open up and be vulnerable?
1: It was maybe my hardest cross to bear because I was uh, I didn't want to be a broken uh, broken toy, if you will. I didn't want to be the castaway. I was a leader. I was um, in big management in IBM and kind of the boss lady. And the boss lady handles problems and takes care of things um so it was a very vulnerable and as part of my journey to actually lay that pride down and and ask for help i wow. be I became a very stronger person even though it sounds like you had to become weak before you became strong right. but yeah it, it's wow. hard it was hard and and i, I still as a a type personality i still kind of struggle with it a little bit so right yeah i share yeah. i share my story joseph because it saves lives mm. the more people that hear and really take action on what we're discussing the more lives we will share and so that's my ultimate sacrifice saying things like i had a double mastectomy i had to go through this emotional spiritual physical problem but i want you to use my story to empower and to be knowledgeable so that's my my why
0: so I think, I think that really leads to my next question. How are you able to turn this? Uh, and I think you kind of partially answered it, but I, I do want to hear more. So how are you able to turn like this bad news, this bad thing, breast cancer, into something positive?
1: So for me, I am an uh, IABM like, uh, inventor personality. Um, I had to have a double mastectomy, which is the removal of both breasts in my battle against cancer, which is a brutal surgery. And when I woke up, uh, first I asked for my lipstick <laughs> I, wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to try to look pretty oh uh, even though it's not a pretty sight um and then the nurse tried to get me uh dressed in what she I was told to bring something big and loose like your husband's dress shirt like I don't know per, you know and and so when she tried to do that uh it didn't work out and um it was a bad outcome because I literally got sick all over. And then I got in trouble for bringing the wrong thing. And of course, then the problem solver brain starts to kick in, even though I was on Demerol. Uh, I was like, well, wait a minute. Hey, a sprained elbow receives a sling without even asking. I've just been basically butchered. And, and I, I guessed wrong. I brought the wrong thing to go home in. I don't first mastectomy. How would I know? Okay. Yeah. And so she said, well, we will give you the safety pins to you have these medical drains, Joseph, which are sewn in to help with uh, inflammation growth. Um, And so like I literally almost like had an out of body experience in a wheelchair being wheeled out of the hospital. And it was basically like my whole brain was like, this can't be happening. What year do we live in? And surely my problem is bigger than a sprained elbow. So why don't I have standardized equipment? So that was the birthplace of what can I create so women and men do not have to go through what I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. And I started a company called Heal in Comfort uh, because it's basically trademarked and part of a sentence (laughs) because it's unique. But I did not heal in comfort. And so I wanted to reverse this energy and heal in comfort and dignity. So that's how I started my my company heal in comfort.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, now I have more questions. This is this is okay. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds
0: like a very, um, very not just very difficult, but a very awkward and a very uncomfortable situation to be in. Um, and I really hope that that's not standard with hospital staff. But you know, I don't know. Um, I guess my next question to you is, how are you? How did you take your own personal measure? how are you helping others heal in comfort what do you do
1: well i do want to go backwards a little bit and remember everything happens in life can be for a purpose you can either interpret it as a bad totally bad or totally or there's some good in it so if you think about it my nurse that was a little crabby yeah was the biggest blessing because she made me move out of the focus of all about me and what wasn't happening for me into, wow, is this happening to other people? Mm. I mean, what? So it wasn't really just the crabby nurse experience. She could have been tired and working three shifts. We don't know, but what can you do that's positive about the negative thing? And so um, I knew that I wanted to create a post-operative garment that allows you to hide your modified body, uh, the medical drains, handle the medical drains, but I failed home ec, I can't sew to save my life. I glue and I staple really well. Anyways, I couldn't do the bottom bobber thing. I know, don't judge me. Anyways, uh, so um, I watched Coco Chanel three times to see a woman that's a boss of fabric, because that was new. I could do microchips for NASA. I could <laughs> do stuff like that. But I, there's no way I'm designing clothing, hello. So i had to watch i watched coco chanel three times and i'm like well you can be a boss of fabric so i created this this design and i bootstrapped it so bootstrapping meaning no outside source of finances i did it on purpose not for personal reasons but on purpose to be able to give back to mostly in my mind young people for side hustles can you run. Can you make a difference on the world? So I did it with a thousand dollars to help 100 patients. And I'm super honored to tell you that my products have now helped 150,000 souls. I've never been in debt and I've always given. So I build, thank you, sir. So I build in my soul pay, which means I give. So I've sent my shirts um, to um, Africa, uh, um, India, and places that they don't have any solutions for their big surgeries. So the bootstrap part of this is really exciting. And I do do keynote speaking on it and international speaking on it, which has been a yes. blessing. And everybody's like, I can find a thousand dollars. So maybe I can get my good idea out on the market. Yeah, So win. Yeah. You win, you win, you're helping yeah. people.
0: Wow. I love that. And I, I love how you're and, I, and this is what I said about you yesterday, that you're a giver. And I, I could tell that almost instantly after after interacting with you, like, okay, this is someone who's <laughs> who's definitely dedicated her life to giving back. And so I do wanna ask you this question because I, I think that there's always a takeaway for us as individuals, even as professionals, for those of you guys, especially um, who are watching this on founder TV, a lot of you have started your own companies, you, you've envisioned things and um, maybe you're at that stage right now where you're really not sure if it's something that you're going to keep pursuing. So I want to I want to ask this question: um, Why do you believe that everyone is an inventor, and just needs a little bit of an encouragement um, to get them out and onto paper?
1: Okay, I believe this with every cell in my body that you've had. Well, you're living proof of a brilliant idea with action. Um, but everybody has fabulous fabulous solutions. I don't care if you're raised.
0: I think we lost her a little bit. I think her connection may be a little bit slow. Are you back with us? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. We lost you for a little bit, but welcome back. Um, So, uh, but go ahead, keep answering the question.
1: Go ahead. Okay, so the real news is that everybody My secondary goals, uh, side hustle, is actually to create the understanding in people that your ideas, get them out of your head, because they're good, get them on the paper, so you've got to be able to see your idea, build a little prototype, how does it work, do a little uh, field test, you know, do you like this idea, is it good, and then honestly, take it to market, And all these new solutions would be filling up all over America and all over the world. Mm. So um, I like to encourage that because I always ask everybody to raise their hand if they've ever had a good idea when I'm keynoting. And they're like, ah, everybody, right? Okay, keep your hand up if you've written it down in half. Uh, Keep it up if you've... um, told people about it, they kind of hang. Then I'll say, if you've built a prototype, have you seen it in action? Have you seen your little creation? Zip, 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 zip. And then ultimately, have you filed for uh, intellectual property protection? Nobody. So women actually make up less than 2% of all inventions, sole inventions. So I like to stimulate that type of thinking too, uh, because I hold two US patents with my, my solution and the USPTO actually called me to issue me my second one. And they said, I wish you could see us. We're standing and we're applauding, we understand. And we've had people go through breast cancer surgeries and God bless you, go for it. So it's been a journey, Joseph, it's been a journey, so. <sighs>
0: wow. Well, again, congratulations on, on all of your achievements. And I know that there are a lot of women out there who are listening to your story and you are right now inspiring them and empowering them um, to go out there and do that themselves. And so thank you so much for not only leading the way as it were for such a good cause, um, but also for empowering other women to do the same thing. So I, it, it's amazing. Thank you so much for again, being on.